Oh no, you froze. Okay, you're back. Okay. <laughs> okay, we are gonna start this episode. All right. So welcome back, guys. This is I don't even know what episode this is, but twenty seven, I think. Twenty seven. <laughs> I don't okay, even yeah. know. But we are gonna be talking about um, playing to win today. Um, interesting topic. Yeah. And before you know, I just wanna give you guys an anecdote about how my boss yesterday he he saw my podcast and he was he told me like, how do you guys put so many episodes out so fast? And he was like, if I were the one doing the podcast, like I would not be able to put out this many episodes. I'd be burnt out. And I literally told him, <laughs> I literally told him that um, it's not that we have so many episodes. It's that the more we do, the more we say the same stuff over and over. And this is why, guys, like don't watch our podcast. Don't watch like every episode of our podcast. I think it's not a good use of your time. Like watch a few episodes here and there because we kind of say the same thing, uh, same things <laughs> a lot, a lot. You know, like the whole goal of this podcast is to really get you guys familiar with, you know, the mindset and the right, the right kind of mindset you need to have in life. And once you watch a few episodes, you'll get a general gist of, you know, what to do and apply the stuff you learn. Don't just passively listen, apply the stuff you learn. Yeah. It's like, this is the exact same reason that I diss on books all the time. It's like so many people I see just like read all these motivational books. And it's like, how many of these freaking books do you need to read to get the ideas in your head? It's like, yeah. you know, you can read probably one motivational book and they'll all say about the same stuff. And it's like, Dude, they're just once like you get... literally spending the, spending the money and like wasting time. <laughs> exactly. And it's funny because like you've, you've been like conditioned to think that reading books is productive, but it's like the reality is, is like nothing's productive if you're not taking action. And so like, if you're reading a book to help you take action, then like, that's fine. But like, if you're just reading all these motivational books and it's just like, that gets to a point of being like, that is such a waste. It's like, you know, motivation doesn't do anything. Like nobody got rich off of being super motivated. I can watch every motivational video out there. And it's never going to make me anything unless I'm actually taking action on them. Yeah. 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 yeah let's, let's like talk the, about, you know, let's yeah. talk about playing the win right now. Um, yeah. 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 This was inspired by like my post yesterday that I made. Um, which is something along the lines of like, you know, life is a game and you're the one on the other side of the table playing yourself. So it's like, why wouldn't you play to win? Yeah. I think the first thing you need to do is like decide to win. You have to, if you haven't decided that winning isn't the, the main thing, you know, the top priority in your life, like you are guaranteed to find a way to lose. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And like, it's so accurate because a lot of people, you know, they say they want to get rich but it's not, it's not their top priority. It's not what they want to win in. And so they'll, they'll find ways to not get rich. They'll find ways to, you know, instead of um, learning how to build a business, they'll be watching Netflix. They'll find ways yeah. to lose. And yeah, it's so funny. that's the first step, you know, prioritizing winning above everything else. And, mm-hmm. you know, accepting that there are consequences to winning. Um, you know, there's consequences like sacrifices you have to make, sleep time. Yeah you know, your health maybe. Um, and you know, friendships, you know, cause you're not, you're, you, you won't have enough time to hang out with a lot of the people you did before. So just these sacrifices that are going to occur. Yeah. And it's funny cause it's like, you know, the whole purpose of life is not to just enjoy yourself. Um, like I remember some when I was younger, is. I used to think, yeah, but I think eventually the point is, is like eventually that gets super old. Whoops. Uh, but like that gets super old. And like, you know, you, you get a lot of these people who get depressed because all they're doing is they're spending their whole life enjoying themselves. But you don't actually get fulfilled from just enjoying yourself. Like the, the yeah, common I think, phrase. I think there was like a study um, 
a psychology study where like they measured, you know, how, how, when people are happiest during the day. And they notice that when people are at work and like doing their best, like they feel more happy. Um, yeah. You, people get fulfillment from, you know, uh, the work they, they do, do. Not, by, mm-hmm. not by how much they enjoy yeah, themselves. It's really, yeah. Yeah, there's an old Chinese like proverb thing. I don't exact. I don't remember the word that they used, but it's like, you know, you don't go after happiness. You go after, and it starts with like uh, the letter E. I don't remember exactly what it is, but it's just, like it's a mixture of like happiness and fulfillment, um, and a like, purpose. Because it's like, you know, there are there are studies linking like the amount of TV that you watch to depression. Because it's like if you just spend your whole life going to parties and stuff, like that's when you feel depressed. And it's funny, there's people have it so wrong. They're like, you know. Uh, they think that like just because you're rich um, and you're so focused on life that I mean like your work that you are depressed and it's like it's not that it's a lot of the people that are rich and depressed are the people who are spending all their time partying because they're like you know I made it I have everything so I'm just gonna go and do whatever um, and like they don't get any fulfillment because they're not like trying to continue striving and so it's like you know I think so many times the rich people are actually the really happy ones and those are oftentimes the better people it's like you know I'm from a tiny town and I, I think I said this before, like working at Kroger as a cashier, I would talk to hundreds of people around here. And almost every time they'd be like, enjoy your high school years because it all goes downhill from here. It's like, these are all people who had done anything with their lives. And so like high school is the most exciting thing they'd ever done because they had no purpose and they didn't go strive for anything. And so, like, if you live a life, then like, being depressed is, like, waking up every day and thinking about, like, where I want to go. And I think that is just, like, you know, if you don't wake up thinking about your future and being, like, this is going to be freaking insane, then, like, I totally see why you're depressed, you know? I mean, I think it depends on the person. You mentioned mm-hmm. before, not everyone is, not the, not everyone is, you know, suitable for, you know, working 24-7, you know? like not just grinding all day, not enjoying yeah. their lives. Like that's not for everyone. People have to find their, the right fit, you know, how much enjoyment should they have in their life and how much work should they have in their life? Yeah. You, but I you think have to experiment and, you know, determine because like Andrew has huge goals. Right. So, and you know, Andrew, um, you know, he's, he realizes that, you know, if he doesn't work as hard as he does right now um, or even harder, like he's not going to get to where he wants to be in the future. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, it's like, yeah, I agree with that. Um, but it's like, I think you do need to find some kind of purpose. Like, you know, it's your purpose. that's going to be different from everyone else's. And like, you know, again, like maybe that's being just the best parent that you can be, or like, you know, getting to the CEO in your company or whatever, or like, I don't know, whatever goal that you want to accomplish, maybe it's graduating from college or something. Um, but I think always setting like a new goal that you can go and hit is super valuable because like if you get, if you can accomplish something, it's like, I don't remember what movie it is, but there's some movie um, where at the end they like accomplish some big thing and like somebody's like, you know, what now? Like what do I do now? Like I've accomplished something big. I don't know what to do next. And it's like, it's dangerous to not set your next goal. Like I think if you're on top of the hill, you know, they always talk about like the wolf um, who's climbing the hill is always hungrier than the one that's on top of the hill. So it's like, you always have to be trying, trying to like climb that hill. You always have to be trying to achieve more and like getting higher up on like whatever you want to do. It's like, I think you've got to, you know, you've got to have some goal in mind that you want to achieve. I've always been somebody who would like look forward to things. Like that was how I was happy. It was like looking forward to accomplishing something or to some event or something. 
So if you have nothing to look forward to, then I don't know. I feel like life would just be super depressing for you, you know? Yeah, I think, I think for me, the biggest, um, I think the thing you can tell yourself to motivate you on and on um, is, you know, don't be, don't, don't. So you want to be better than yourself when you are the best in the mm-hmm. future. You know what I'm saying? Don't strive mm-hmm. to be the best at something. Strive to be better than you are when you are the best. And so that's yeah. always a worth, a worthy goal to be, um, to be going towards, you know? Yeah. That's, that's like, it's so funny. Cause like people, you know, I, I'm totally borrowing this from, um, some famous guy, but like, you know, when people are like, Oh, who's your hero? I'll never say anyone else. It is always the future of me. It's like, you know, my hero is always going to be who I can be in like 10 to 20 years. Um, and so many people they're like, Oh, my hero is Elon Musk or whatever. And it's like, it's great to admire those people. But like, again, maybe this is just like for my individual goals of like wanting to be number one or whatever. But like, you know, if you, if you're a fan, it's like, you're always going to be a fan. Um, again, you don't hear Gary Vaynerchuk talking about how amazing Eric Thomas's content is. He even said on an interview at time, he's like, dude, I don't even like, I guarantee you Eric Thomas and I have never even watched a single video of each other because like, you know, if you're at the top, you don't spend all your time watching somebody else's stuff because like you're spending all your time taking action and again like that's that's going to be for only people who like really want to strive to be number one at whatever they do um but like you know i think i think it's just like you've got to take action and again it's like you've got to play to win it's like don't play your game and don't play life to just be mediocre at whatever you want to do um it's like try to find whatever you want to do and like strive for it and play to yeah and you have to like when you play to win, right, it's not just, you know, it's not just no risk. When you play to win, there's always risk involved. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, I think the the best example I point to is, you know, chasing girls, right? You got <laughs> You got to play to win. You can't play to not lose because when you play to not lose, you know, you get friend zones. And mm-hmm. but when you play to win, like you, you take that risk, right? And, you know, you also risk losing her as well. And so there's no middle ground involved in any of this. This is in general life, right? There's no middle yeah. ground involved when you play a win. You're either going for the big prize or, you know, you're, you're going for failure and it doesn't matter. And, you know, it's those actions and behaviors that might lead to, you know, if we're talking about the girl example, you know, to her hating you, but it can also spark, you know, that attraction towards you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you never know where it's going to end up, but, if you always play to win, you know, the, the, the best, the best things can, you know, can always happen. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, um, you know, it's, it's, I think I've said this before also, but like, you know, Dan Pena is always like, dude, I get the most ass when I was younger because I would ask for it. It's like, you know, it's like, if you never try, then you're never going Who to the hell's Dan Pena. He's like some is he a rip dude? dude. Oh my um, God. Dude. No, he, Fuck, dude, I swear. Now. I saw this. Saw the, I saw this YouTube video on this dude the other day. Oh my God. He's like, he's like the most insecure, like millionaire ever. Like, Wait, he's, he's like, Kurt, did you not see those videos online of him? Dan Penny? Uh, probably not. I don't, this guy, oh, this guy actually exaggerates everything he says. He, Wait, dude, Dan he wanted, Dan Pena, yeah, he literally... He's not insecure, I swear. He's insecure, he I swear to God. He does not give he, a crap He's insecure, he bro. Like, guarantee, go to, like, YouTube. Like, there is this clip where he is yelling at this dude for, like, talking some shit in, like, one of his, like, fucking conferences or something. And he, like, gets super pissed off. And, dude, 
like there's like these other clips too where like he tells this story about he killed a bear he killed a bear with his fucking bear, yeah. bear hands can you believe <laughs> that can you believe that shit 100 percent not true he literally said he stabbed the fucking bear in the front and then another interview later he kind of realizes hey you know that's doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> it's not possible for a human to do that. So he's like, wait, I stabbed him in the back. And then, you know, he's kind of like yeah. a shady, dodgy motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, I, I don't necessarily, he is super insane. And I swear, like, if you look at any of his stuff, it's like, you know, it's like, there are always the two people that, the, the, like two types of people. It's like people who you have to be really nice to them to get them motivated and be like, I'm going to support you, whatever. And like, that's what motivates them. And then there are the people that like, if you really beat them down, like you're a literal shit. Like you need to get your crap together. Like those are the people like that he is good for because he really beats people down. But yeah. Interesting. <laughs> but yeah, it's like, it's like he, he does, if anything, like play to win, you know, it's, yeah. I'm just like Kevin. What would you say playing to win like means like for you in your life? In my life, playing to win. You know, it's just like I said earlier, right? You have to playing to win means you know like your high value, and you know like high value behavior, playing to win. You know, not giving a fuck what other people um, think about you, and yeah. you know like it's these traits that you know make. Um, I think I think these traits make someone attractive, and also they give you a greater edge, you know, when it comes uh, to success because you have that re- resiliency and um, hardheadedness in the tough times. And, you know, yeah. the fact that you're willing to take risks, um, you know, it's like a, it's a good, it's a good indicator that you've gotten, you know, social feedback in the past, you know, out of the actions that you've done. And, you know, it's, 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 it's knowing that even if you've gotten rejection, um, like you are strong enough to handle that. Yeah. And I think, I think another big part of it actually is like, you know, if you're playing to win, you're not settling. It's like, I'm going to win. And that is what I want. Mm. It's like, I'm not going to settle for second place or third place or fourth place. It's, you know, I'm going for number one at like whatever that is, but like, you know, it's like the general idea is like, you don't settle. It's like, you know, if you want a certain type of, you know, girl to date or guy to date or whatever, it's like, you don't lower your standard. It's like, I'm going for this and I don't care if some, really attractive person comes up to me if they are not what i'm looking for then it doesn't matter it's like and you're not going to say let me let me let me say so i think the i think a common scenario that happens is you know a lot of guys they want to get that like super hot girl right (laughs) (laughs) so they want to get that super hot girl but then you know like they they're capable of doing it right i think a lot of guys you know they are capable of getting hot girls but you know they they always consider because they're not playing to win they're playing to not lose and when you play to not lose i think they they're really considering the ramifications afterwards after they start dating right because they know they have a hot girl and you know they're afraid that they might not be able to keep her because you know of how uh, attract because of how much um trouble she can bring in with other guys right because a lot of other guys will be attracted to her while you're dating her and you know it's an insecurity that develops um afterwards that you know causes a lot of people to play to not win you know, play to not lose instead of playing to win. But when you play to win, you don't give a you don't give a flying fuck about that. You you mm-hmm. you have confidence in yourself that you know she won't go for someone else uh, while you're dating her. And you know it's that confidence that stems you know out of everything. You know, and w- whatever you want to win at, you have to decide. Um, you, you have to decide you want to win and understand what that means. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you, like understand all the unintended consequences that come out of. Um, striving to win and just embrace them. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I think when you have nice things, it's so easy to get into a mindset of being comfortable and stuff. It's like, you know, it's like, this is why, frankly, a lot of the ultra attractive girls or guys are like super shallow or just aren't the kind of people that you'd want to be with because like they, they've had it nice for so long because they're naturally attractive and stuff. And so like for them, it's just like, that's all that matters. And a lot of times they're super insecure because they're so used to looking ultra good that if they don't, it's like the end of the world for them. And so like, that's why the whole saying of like, you know, the super attractive people are oftentimes like, you know, it's really hard to find a super attractive girl and like a girl that has a good mindset or whatever. And it's like, that can partially be true a lot of the, re- the times because of that. Um, and it's like, but like the reality is like, you'll never know unless you try. Um, and it's like, you know, if you're playing chess, you're never going to know if you can take their king um, if you're not going to try. Like, imagine if you're like, this strategy that I want to try out is like super unlikely. It's probably not going to work. I'm probably going to fail. So I'm just not going to try it. And it's like, well, then you might end up losing the game because you prolong it. Um, and it's like, you know, this you gotta is have so like big a, on. You got to have like a abundance mindset. You have to have the mindset where, you know, it's not win or lose. It's It's the fact that you are perfecting your strategy and you know that you can play bunch of other games after and this game is just one of those games that will help you get better as a player in chess and when you have that abundance mindset you're like this is just another game it doesn't matter if i try something insanely insane that might go right or might go extremely wrong and Mm -hmm. you have that mindset and you don't get caught up in that one game and there's a lot of other games in the future waiting for you to improve on yeah yeah this is actually a really good point is like you know life is like one gigantic game but within that, there are so many other mini games. And it's like, you know, never compare your mini game to like someone's end game of like, you know, their whole life. You know, you might be like 15 and you look at like a 12 year old who's like somehow started some multi million dollar business or something. And you're just like, shit, man, I feel like nothing compared to this person. And it's like, you know, they've probably been doing that for years. Um, it's probably not their first rodeo. And so like, you know, give yourself some time. Like you can very possibly be right up to where you want to be. Like, you know, uh, like two years ago, I would look at who I am now and I'd be like, dude, I am nothing to this kid. But like, it took me a year to get to the level I'm at now. And it's, and I'm still honestly not even at much. And so like, it's like, don't compare yourself at all to other people's. Um, Cause like, you know, everybody's playing their own game. Um, and it's like, you might fail with one girl, but then once you find another one, it's like that, how you did on that first game doesn't matter at all. And we're not objectifying girls, never take it that way. Um, but this is just an analogy of like, you know, winning in life. Yeah. Yep. Kind of just blanked out, but I was going to say something. What was I going to say? I don't know. <laughs> oh, I was, okay. I remember. So yeah. Like a lot of what we said so far, it sounds like really intangible. Um, at least a few things. I think most of this stuff you can apply in your own life. But like we want to give you guys some actionable tips this time instead of just saying all this abstract stuff. And so really you have to – like the first step, right, is to look at your own life. What do you want to win in? Decide what you want to win in. Like for Andrew, it's like his business, right? He wants to win his, win in his business. And so he's devoting a lot of his time towards business and talking to other people, forming connections. And for me, you know, my winning, you know, I'm, I want to win in, you know, uh, coding. I want to win in building iOS apps. And so I've been devoting 
most of my time towards, you know, coding great apps and, you know, putting my work out there, marketing, marketing my work. Uh, and yeah, just yesterday I, I put out a post on Reddit because um, I made this um, scrollable, foldable, expandable list in uh, a new language uh, released by Apple. And, you know, it gained a lot of traction but, uh, and a lot of people, you know, they liked the post and, you know, it was, and, you know, that's like, I thought it was pretty cool. You know, that's one of the posts that blew up and there's other posts that I've made on Reddit and, you know, other sites that, you know, haven't gone as big or haven't go, gone as noticed. And, you know, you have to be fine with that when you play to win, you know, like this is, I wouldn't say it's a consequence, but it's something you have to pre prepare your mind for. Like sometimes you'll work really hard on a piece of work and, a lot of people might not recognize it and you have to be okay with that. You know, you have to not give a shit about what you do. Just, just approach, just, just do it. You know, just like what Nike mm -hmm. says, just do it. Yeah. And, you know, recognize, you know, what might happen and, you know, prepare yourself for that. Um, and, you know, just start, you know, striving to win. Yeah. And I think it's also really important because it's like, you know, Simon Sinek always said, it's like, you know, in so many things, especially in like business and stuff, and this applies to life, it's like, you know, there is no metric to win. So it's like, it's not how successful you are monetarily. It's not how many friends you make. It's not how many kids you have. It's, you know, it's none of this stuff. It's something that you set for yourself. And it's like, you just have to keep playing. And it's like, the reality is, you know, you don't ever lose until you say you lose. That's the nice thing about life is like, as long as you keep trying, there's no way to lose because like you can always, like your next business might still do really well. You know, it's your next relationship might do really well, but the, the day you stop trying is the day you lose. And it's like, and I if think, you die, I think there's well, a fine line between um, working hard and doing it and working smart and making smart choices. You shouldn't just do the same thing over and over that mm -hmm. failed. You have to be critical yeah. about your actions. Yeah, I agree. So and I, I think, idea. yeah, yeah. And I think like, as you do things more, it's like, you know, I talk about like, if you start 15 businesses, one of them is bound to probably do well eventually. And it's like, the big thing there is like, you're starting a lot of them. Yes. But you're also learning with each one. And so like, at, like by the 15th one, you probably learned so much that you probably have a decent idea of what you're doing. Um, and it's not like you trying the same stuff over and over again. It's you learning and then iterating and trying new things. One strategy, it works great. This works. Let's try something else that might work as well. If it doesn't work, then okay, you know, it doesn't work. Um, and it's like, you know, game is never over until you say it's over honestly life is never over until you stop and it's like it's not about the individual wins or losses it's not about that individual business or that individual person or that individual chess game it's about winning in the long term over and i actually have great experience with this with ping pong it's like the first like 20 times kevin and i played ping pong i smacked him every single time like not even close but then like over time he started getting better and better and started beating me too and so it's like you know, the game is never over until you die, honestly. And so, like, as long as you keep yeah. trying and learning over and over again, you're going to keep improving and you'll eventually win. Yeah, just so you know, like, you cut off for, like, <laughs> I missed, like, I missed, like, three-fourths of your glorious speech earlier. Darn. I'm sure it was good. I know, you cut yeah. off.
We'll have to yeah. check that in the recording. <laughs> I know. It sucks. Man, it sounded good, though. It sounded good, though. It sounded the, annoying good. Parts of, the annoying parts of not being in person. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do, when we get back on campus, are we going to do this, like, in person? Hopefully, we are. I think, right? I think it yeah, it could be better. Like and they, so have the better whole, they have the whole studio there, yeah. Yeah, and there's, like, the stuff with all... I remember when we were thinking about, like, college stuff, uh, or about, like, the summer, and we were like, how are we going to do this over the summer together? <laughs> and, like, we yeah, just, and then like, Zoom. figured Zoom it out. so good. Yeah, yeah that's another yeah. thing with people, like, anyone listening, is, like, a lot of the times, you're going to have no idea what's going to happen, uh, and most of the time, the answer is a lot simpler than you think. Like, we were just, like, so close as to how we're going to do this virtually. And then we, like, found Zoom. Like, oh, this is actually not even that hard um, to do virtually. Mm -hmm. So, like, you'll learn along the way. And so often people try to flex on you for doing things that they do. Like, you know, I have so many friends that build. It's committing first and then figuring out what to do later. Yeah. Yeah. But just, like, don't let people flex on you for the things that they do, Um, especially because, like, you're going to do them eventually, most likely. Like, you know, we're programmers. And there are, like, people that are younger than us who have built things that are way more impressive. And it's, like... A lot of the times those things, number one, aren't as impressive as they sound. I remember like people who would talk about putting messaging apps. Uh, and I used to be like, oh my gosh, that would be so hard. And then now I realize you can write one in like 50 lines of code. Yeah, really it's not easily. that hard. And so yeah. like people, you know, people over-exaggerate yeah, exactly. how hard something is when they haven't done it. I forget the term, yeah. but there's a term for this sort of effect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah and it's like i i think that's been a big point of me lately is like really trying to make myself come off in a way that's super equal to everyone because i i talked to this guy a little while ago um he was running this event and he was just putting everyone down and like clearly he was trying to show that he was like the, the alpha in the room which ironically he wasn't um because he was even yeah, yeah, he wasn't even, well, it's, it's just really funny because, like, he wasn't even that accomplished, and it's funny because, like, so many times you think you're the alpha in the room, and you're really not. Like, somebody else is just way, way more confident than you, and they don't feel like they need to flex on you, and so, like, so many times you're, like, I'm the alpha in the room, but you're really not, and then you'll get exposed for it later on, and so, like. I mean, that's another example of playing, playing to not lose instead of playing to win if you're playing mm-hmm. to win you wouldn't give a crap about how other per- how others perceive you when you're playing not to lose you want to look you want to look better than you actually are you know and there's a lot of people that are bullshitting online especially um yes, yeah. in the self-help space all a lot of these motivational speakers yeah. you know that haven't done shit and you know yeah. it's it's really funny just watching these guys trying to give you motivation just by reciting the things you know that they haven't actually experienced and they're telling you that you know this is the right way and that you know and mostly yeah. the stuff they say are are things that you know they think that you will want to hear yeah and it's really funny because it's like i like i don't know i respect life coaches and stuff and whatever but it is funny when you have like 20 year old life coaches who haven't done anything who are trying to coach people in life and it's like you know I think we need to, I think the most important thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I think the most important thing that any life coach can tell you is like literally stuff that we say in this podcast. It's like, you do you, there is no right answer. And it's like, and anytime you want to improve on something, you have to do it. You're not going to get shy by reading a book or listening to some video. I feel like most of these life coaches, most of these people selling courses online are just preying on weaker people that aren't as mentally fortified and you know yeah 
to our viewers, right? Don't fall into these traps. Like all these online courses about self-help, self-development, they're not going to help you at all. I guarantee you they are not. They are just there to, you know, cash in your credit card and, you know, get your money. I guarantee yeah. you. And you just need exactly. to listen to like, if you listen to a few episodes of a podcast, um, maybe like one every week, um, like we guarantee you, like that will do more than just listening to an episode of a podcast and applying that to action, applying that in your own life. Yeah. That will do much more. That'll, that'll go along. That will go a long way more than um, paying money for these courses. You don't need to pay money for self-help. Yeah. You got to experience yourself. Yeah. And it's like, even if you don't listen to this podcast or like some other podcast, it's like the reality is, is like, I think paying for most kinds of information nowadays is stupid because like the, the information you need to know is online somewhere for free. Like that's the reality is like, this is one of the reasons that I really despise college is like, you know, you pay like $20,000 a year to go to a college to get taught something when literally the exact same information is online. Like my brother is self-taught, um, you know, aerospace. And it's like all of the information that he needed to know was 100% online. And he taught I think in the future, all of that. There's gonna be had a, I think in the future, there's going to be a bigger shift towards um, online, online courses like mm-hmm. Khan Academy. Yeah. Like Khan Academy really started the huge, uh, the huge revolution towards online learning online yeah free or ch- online cheap learning like through udemy and stuff yeah exactly and it's like the reality is is like you know hiring somebody at least in my opinion hiring somebody who's shown that you know they don't maybe they didn't graduate high school but they've shown that they are willing to go out and teach themselves everything they need to know for something that is way more impressive than somebody who is just like everyone else and went through a college education like honestly like i would much rather hire somebody who like taught themselves things because they've worked hard they've been through a ton of crap to get to where they are i'd rather have somebody like that than people who are just like going through the education system you know or at least somebody who's like doing stuff on their uh on like their own like you know starting a podcast starting businesses like trying oh no as much as possible you cut off Andrew just cut off again. That's great. That's great. Just gonna sit here, wait for him to come back. To people, I talked to this dude earlier today, and um, and he was like, "Dude, I love what you're doing. Set up a call or something as well." Um, priorities, um, and like what you want to do, and eventually we ended up setting up a call. But it was, it was just like you know, it's all about those priorities. Dude, are you back? Okay, cool. You cut off. Yeah. (laughs) Thank God. Okay. We're going to wrap this podcast up. Okay, you're back. Okay. We're going to wrap this up because Andrew keeps cutting off. So are you in your room? It's not my... No, no, I'm in like the normal room. I don't know why the Wi-Fi is so bad today. God damn it. Next time you do this, go to to the kitchen, bro. I don't know. It's annoying because like I have a live interview later on today too. So I can't really cut out for that one. You ever cut off in interviews? I usually don't, um, but okay, I don't cool. know. All right, we're going to wrap this up, guys. Thank you guys for listening to this episode where we talked about uh, winning first, right? Winning first really entails um, knowing what kinds of things, uh, knowing, you know, just knowing what kind of sacrifices you're going to have to make and taking that action, always taking that action. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, you know, give us a review if you like the episode. 
give us a uh, give us a sub if you loved it. And we are going to see you guys next time. And check us out on Spotify, Stitcher, and Apple iTunes. Why do I, why do I say Apple iTunes? I should just say iTunes. <laughs> um, and yeah, we will see you guys next time. Share with your Bye. friends too. See ya. Bye.